You are listening to Career Up Now Socially Distanced Close-Ups. Let's jump in on the conversation. Thanks for taking the time for this interview. When you first started out, did you envision yourself in the position you are in now, working for an arms company? Yeah, I mean, this was my company from the very beginning. It's been three, four years, and we've grown and expanded, and our offerings have multiplied. I don't know if I could have seen where I, would have, where I ended up today back at the very beginning, because I was just so focused on kind of doing the first thing. It's easy to kind of get caught in the weeds when you're starting a brand new company. Would you share briefly your journey with us? I don't remember how I first heard from you, but I attended a Career Up Now event in San Francisco. I think it was a year, year and a half ago. And um, we were in that one building off of Market Street. And I really dug it. It was great to meet so many people who were serious about doing their thing. You know, there were solo entrepreneurs, employees, freelancers, and a lot of the people, I mean, some pretty impressive people. I helped you a little bit setting up that event. And I just, I really dig the mission and what you're up to. Awesome. Now, could you share with us uh, your journey to your current position? So back in 2017, I was a freelance academic tutor. So I would go to the houses of families up and down the San Francisco Peninsula and help their kids with math and science and that sort of thing. And I was doing okay, but I didn't see a huge, big future with that. It was kind of just scraping by and, you know, it was a good use for my skills, but it wasn't really inspiring for me. I saw what I thought was an opportunity. Um, It was a relatively small niche, but I was looking around at the other products that were in that niche and I didn't like what I was seeing because it was something I was looking at buying for myself. And so I was, I was looking at all these different products and just nothing was all that inspiring. And I thought to myself, this stuff feels like it's kind of overpriced. Like it's just not designed that well. And I couldn't get it out of my mind. I would, I would literally, I would lay awake at night wondering, well, what's a better version of the thing? If I was going to do that, what would that look like? And so that went on for like two, three months where I was just couldn't stop thinking about it. And finally, I decided that I had to kind of give in to that feeling and just pursue it. So I found my CAD designer on the internet. That's somebody who kind of draws up, you know, three-dimensional plans for, for products. And we just started prototyping. And as I was prototyping, I would go online to communities related to that niche where people were interested in gear. And I would post these little short YouTube videos that I made at home. Like, hey, here's a prototype I'm working on. Any thoughts, any suggestions? Do you care? Is this something you're, you care about? And the response I got from people was overwhelming. People were saying, yes, we care. Where can I buy this thing? So that was kind of overwhelming because I was like, oh, wow, I guess people really want this. And it put some pressure on me, some good pressure to actually make the thing. So when we got the prototype to a point where I felt like it was basically done, like there wasn't a whole lot more we could improve, I made the YouTube video and I said, "Uh, hey, guys, we're opening up for pre-orders. And so I set up a Shopify store and I linked everybody to it and I got an avalanche of orders. It was like some tens of thousands of dollars, which was like mind blowing to me. That was like more than I made in a whole year as a tutor. Um, And the cool thing was it was actually enough to make the first batch of the product, which I've sent out to people. And that was the beginning of the company. And ever since then, it's just the the cycle. It's you, you find, you roll out a new product, you push it out to more customers, you grow your list and it just grows and multiplies. So we're currently growing 
two to three X per year, which is pretty awesome. I'm really excited about that. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. So now tell me what new challenges or opportunities does the pandemic present for your company and your industry at large? Fantastic question. I don't want to necessarily make it a huge political conversation. I'm sort of a gun guy. I was a Boy Scout growing up, which is how I kind of got into it. For me, it's not so much a political thing, but more so an entrepreneurial thing. I just saw what I thought was a niche that I could go after, and I kind of went after it, mostly as an experiment. So that being said, gun sales and gun parts are kind of a recession-proof industry in the sense that when things get bad or when people get worried, they buy more. So this year has presented some challenges as far as supply, like it takes longer to buy things that I need, like raw materials and shipping stuff out to customers can get a little wonky because UPS and the postal service are less consistent. But as far as raw demand, it's through the roof. People are, you know, gun parts are flying off the shelves right now. So the industry as a whole and my company in particular are scrambling to keep up with demand right now. Fascinating. That's uh, really, I mean, it, make, it makes a lot of sense. I know that there's a lot of concern as far as people's security and safety. So out of curiosity, what are the resources that you've used that have helped propel or shape your career journey? This is a very good question. What are the resources I've used? I think, I mean, obviously the internet is awesome for researching. My number one favorite entrepreneurial source for information, somebody I haven't actually personally met would be Tim Ferriss and the four hour work week. You know, I know the book is super outdated as far as the advice, but what I like about Tim is there's a lot of kind of how do I put this? If you look for entrepreneurial help, there's <laughs> a lot of it's not super actionable. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of abstract stuff like, oh, find your niche, offer value. And it's like, okay, cool. That's great. What do I actually do? And the four hour work week was helpful to me as far as giving me actions I could take immediately in the here and now that would help me move towards actually selling stuff. So that was super valuable. Other than that, I've just been lucky to have people in my life who are also entrepreneurs, like one of my best friends who was originally a Craigslist roommate, like I met him randomly because he needed a room. He had started a uh, software company, ran it for three years and sold it. This guy's my best buddy. So we'll do like a, like a mastermind call once every month or two. And we'll just talk about each other's businesses and kind of help each other out. So that's, that's actually my best piece of advice is find, find someone who has real entrepreneurial experience, who's actually made it work and just pick their brain and, and be humble to what they have to offer. Can you name a teaching moment for you, whether that was a mistake or failure that made you reassess? Yeah, there've been tons of those moments. And funnily enough, I actually keep them. I, I have, um, you know, I have a notes program that I take notes in. And I have this file in my program called hard one lessons, right? Because when you make a mistake, you pay a price. There's some, there's some cost to the mistake and there's some lesson associated with it, right? And the bigger the cost, the more important the lesson. I had a situation with a vendor. Basically the vendor didn't deliver something that I expected. I was upset. I was like nine out of 10 upset. And I was almost on the verge of calling my vendor and just letting him have it over the phone. But instead, first, um, I called one of my business mentors and I talked to him. I said, hey, here's what happened. Here's how I'm feeling. Like, help me out here. And he kind of talked me down, talked me down from calling my vendor. And so we hashed it out. It was like an hour phone call. 
and he cooled me down to the point where after after that hour i was able to call my vendor and have like a calm rational conversation that actually got my problem fixed uh the nugget of advice from that is stuff's going to happen when you start a business that maybe make you feel a certain way or there's going to be misunderstandings never act rationally in the moment talk to your trusted people your trusted advisors and mentors get their take first and if necessary cool off a little bit that's a great example about how to handle conflict management and also expectations that you have with the individuals you work with as far as partners. So how has mentorship enriched your life? You know, it's, I think a lot about mentorship and mentorship is kind of an reciprocal or a reciprocal relationship or irreciprocal, or I don't know what the word is, but when someone helps you, typically that's a person who's more experienced. They're just further along the journey. And the nature of the relationship is you can't pay that person back in kind because they just don't, you just can't, you're not as, not as experienced as they are. So the nature of mentorship is you receive help and then you pay it forward. The way I look at it, it's like when people help me with my business, I would love to pay it back, but most of the time I can't. So I, the way I see it, I almost owe kind of a debt to the collective universe to help somebody else. So I try to keep that karma balanced by helping people who are less experienced than me in accordance kind of with how much help I get from people who are more experienced. So for me, mentorship, I do get a lot of fulfillment out of it. Like I just like seeing people be successful. If you've ever tried to mentor people in business, it can be really frustrating because a lot of people will, you know, sit down and hear advice from you and then either not implement it or do the opposite. <laughs> so, so when I do actually find someone who is, willing to listen and actually implements my advice and actually follows up. Uh, it's a very rewarding process and it helps me to feel like I'm giving as much as I get. What's one core value that guides your life? Um, for me, it's honesty. I'm kind of a sensitive person by nature and I've had a lot of sales jobs. That was kind of my background. Sales guys or salespeople can kind of get an unfortunately bad reputation because there's a lot of kind of amoral deception going on in the sales world you know like you'll meet salespeople who know more than you and they'll use that kind of information advantage to take advantage of you like this happens at the car dealership all the time as an example so in my sales jobs i i hate lying to people i'm bad at it i, I don't like to do it so when i was working all these sales jobs i had to figure out how do i sell to people while maintaining honesty and integrity and it was a big process for me it took me like a like a year and a half to kind of figure that out but once I figured that out, I started getting really effective. I noticed something as well is that not only was I effective, but I became more effective than my coworkers who were not as honest. And that gave me a lot of hope because it's like, okay, cool. People do appreciate when they are being told the truth. Now dealing with my business, when I have to deal with vendors or customers or anybody, I'm just like ruthlessly honest and transparent. And it's actually made it a lot easier to do business because I naturally harmonize with other people who are like that. Like my vendors right now, I trust these guys so deeply and thoroughly. And it gives me such a feeling of comfort knowing that these are the people who I transact with. So there you go, man. Honesty is my main value. And I try to be all about that in every aspect of, of what I do. And it's paid off honesty, either interrelational honesty or intellectual honesty or different pieces um, really are like a primary and core value. 
So why do you think mentorship programs like Career Up Now or specifically Career Up Now are important? It's so important because it's just, it's tough to find people, you know, like where do you go? Most people are not that ambitious. I've noticed that not that they don't want to improve their lives, but you know, I just know many, many people are just content to be employees and work their jobs and go for the, you know, occasional promotion. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, not everyone in the world can be like a founder or an owner and that's fine. You know, you need people to do jobs, right? The challenge is that if you're trying to do something ambitious, right? If you're trying to start a business, if you're trying to grow your freelancing gig, or if you're trying to really rock it ahead in your position, there's not a lot of people you can talk to about that. And even more challenging, I found this out the hard way, is when you're starting a new thing and you ask a lot of your, your people, like your parents, your family, your friends, you talk to them about it, they, they will give you advice that is uninformed and actually counterproductive. And, and they'll get very, very attached to this advice that they give you that is uninformed and counterproductive. I had to learn the hard way when I was just starting out my company and you know, I, it was kind of a fragile thing. Like just don't talk to people about it, you know, guard and, and protect this, this little sapling of a business from the horrible advice that people tend to give. So to circle back around to your question, why is career up now so important? Why is mentorship so important? Because it's, a fantastic way to put you in the presence of people who can actually help you. People who've walked the path, who've started something cool, seen it through and are willing to share some of that. Those people are very, very rare. And when you find them, you should hold on to them and cherish them. I want to thank you so much for taking the time today to, uh, to speak with me and share your wisdom and want to wish you tremendous success in all your worthy endeavors. Thank you, Bradley. I really appreciate the invite. I love talking about this stuff and I hope somebody listening found it helpful.